0: Well, hey there, I'm Jeannie. And I'm Jarrett. And we are the lead pastors of Soul City Church. And for the next few moments, we actually wanna get after one simple question. And that is this. Is how you are communicating with others keeping you from connecting with others? Let me say that again. Is how you are communicating with others keeping you from connecting with others? with others? In other words, can clearer communication with the people in your life, actually grow a deeper connection with those people? And how does that actually work? And and most importantly, what does God have to say all about it?
1: Yeah, but before we get to that and unpack all of that, we wanna say just how glad we are that you've carved out this time to connect with God. We're so grateful to be with you. If you're new around here, or maybe someone sent you the link and told you to watch, we're glad you found us. Uh, Soul City is a dynamic, diverse church right here in the heart of Chicago, reaching people literally all over the world with the transforming love of Jesus. And that really is what's at the heart of everything we do. Our mission as a church is to lead people into a transforming relationship with Jesus. We, We believe that your yes to Jesus is the best yes you will ever make. And we wanna help you keep saying yes to Jesus however we can. And listen, just real quick, I'm gonna say this before we get into it. If you have questions or or, or you have friends with questions and you don't even know what it would mean to say that yes to to God, I just wanna let you know that the best place for you to go is Alpha. And there's great news if you're watching this right now. Uh, Alpha is for everyone, anyone and everyone, with whatever spiritual questions you may have. And you get all the info on Alpha on our website. It actually starts this week when we're dropping yep, this, that's right. launches this week. And really, it, I think Alpha is where the mission of our church comes to life.
0: Yeah, and we are so excited uh, because we're back team teaching. I, Jeannie, this again, is record-breaking. this week. Uh, and it's fitting because we're kicking off a new teaching series that we're really excited about and we are calling it Love in the Time of Corona. (laughs) As if life in Corona wasn't already hard enough, we want to have God speak into our most important relationships and learn from His loving wisdom how we can actually love others better Mm. through these crazy days that we are walking through.
1: Yeah, that's right. We actually, uh, this week, want to focus on something that has been critical for our relationship and really honestly for any relationship for that matter. Something that we've had to work on the entire time that we have been together, which has been a hot minute. Uh, Something that we have messed up many times, but something that we believe is even all the more important during the time of Corona. And and that is simply this, you talked about a little bit ago, communication. How do we practice clear and loving communication in a way that leads to deeper, more soulful connection with others?
0: Yeah. Now, now we have been communicating with each other uh, for a long time. Long time. And the real talk is that when we started dating, we dated for 18 months and it was long distance. Yeah, that's right. And to be clear, uh, there was no email. Nope. There was no affordable cell phones. <laughs> no, just uh, giant bricks. That's right. There was no FaceTime. Uh-uh. Uh, we had two options when it came to communication with one another. And that was long-distance <laughs> phone calls yes. uh, from a landline. It doesn't even exist anymore. Uh, that's true. That's yeah. true. And the second option was letters. Uh, and that's right. And only one of us was good at writing those. Well, that,
1: okay, that may be true, but you forgot the other love language that held our relationship together, and that is mixtapes, which mixtapes are the soundtrack to love. And, babe, you have to be honest. This is true, babe. I kind of had the mixtape game on lock. I mean, no one did it better than me. You were
0: killing the game at the mixtape. I thought so. Yes. 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 And so needless to say, uh, we had to learn how to communicate well. Uh, I mean, aside from a few trips that we made with one another, uh, Jarrett was in California, I was in Chicago. All we had was communication. And as much as we had to learn quickly about communication while we dated, the truth is, Mm -hmm. is that it's been a curriculum of communication all throughout our relationship. It is continued to this day and we've had to learn and relearn, (laughs) and sometimes unlearn, Unlearn, so that we could adapt and adjust over the many seasons of our relationship.
1: Yeah, and and it should honestly come as no surprise to us that during the time of corona, communication is and has become critical to our connection, now seemingly more than ever. How we speak to each other directly affects how we see each other. Mm And we would love to tell you that the two of us have been crushing it at communication during Corona. But the truth is, and we would both say we haven't. It, uh, it's been hard at times. We found ourselves on edge with each other, with our kids falling back into old patterns of communications, old stories that we've had with each other. And just like you taught us last week, Jeannie, it, it's so easy when life feels so unknown to fall back on our go-to patterns of communication. And we've seen that.
0: Yeah, but we believe that God has more for you. Uh, That God wants more for you and the relationships in your life. And that God's desire for your life is to live in relationship. Uh, That He's actually designed you for relationship, but not just any kind of relationship. He desires for you and for me to be in life-giving and love-sharing transforming relationships. So it should come as no surprise that communication is really critical to those kinds of relationships. And God actually has a ton to say throughout the Bible about our relationships and how and why we are to love each other like He loves us. But what we wanna share with you today is just one verse. One verse written almost 2,000 Mm -hmm. years ago that can have a transformational impact on your relationships today. And it's found in Ephesians 4.29. So if you have a Bible around, I would love for you to turn there or you can open up a tab and go to Ephesians 4.29. And in one verse, God gives us everyday spiritual wisdom that not only speaks into how we are to communicate to each other, but can shape your life and the relationships that matter most to you. And this is what it says. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen.
1: Now, listen, I am like confession time. I'm a church kid like who grew up around the stuff. Like if you're watching this and you know what sword drills are, you know where I'm coming from. <laughs> and when I was coming up, I was told that this verse, Ephesians 4.29, was actually a verse to tell us to not swear, right? Don't let any unwholesome talk meant don't swear, which if I'm being really honest, <clears throat> only made me want to do it more. But that's not actually what it really means. And that's not really what this verse is all about. Unwholesome talk is, is any talk that keeps you or others from being whole, unwhole. It's any talk that keeps you or or attempts to prevent others from being wholly connected and present with God and and with each other. Words or or conversations meant to divide, that kind of stuff. Now, how do we know this? You, You simply look at what follows that phrase, unwholesome talk. That we're actually to communicate with each other in such a way that builds others up. Remember that? That, that helps them and holds space for them in being whole. Hmm. And pay attention. This is really important. Pay attention to the intention and the direction of this invitation from God. It's on others. It's towards others. Others, my communication with you and with everyone else is to build you up according to, as the verse says, their needs, according to your needs, how you need to be built up, that it may benefit them. Do you see how all that direction is towards others in our communication? And what this means is that when it comes to your relationships, and I, I know this is going to come as a shocker to everyone watching right now, but when it comes to your relationships, it's not all about you. Say
0: it again, Cherish.
1: It's not all about you. No relationship is. No relationship ever thrives or even survives if it's only always about one person. You've probably been in a relationship with someone who made it all about them. And you probably aren't in close relationship <laughs> with that person today. You see, what God is teaching us here is that love grows where communication flows. Mm. Love grows where communication Mm -hmm. flows, communication that leads to transformation, communication that's sole purpose is wholeness, your wholeness and theirs.
0: So how does this actually work? Like what does this look like in everyday relationships, especially these days when sometimes every day seems to be crazier than the day before? Like how does this actually work when you're stuck in your house? By yourself or when you're stuck in your house with someone else. Uh, there is so much in this passage, uh, actually more than we could unpack in this moment, but through the study of God's Word, uh, through us doing a lot of inner work uh, ourselves and in groups over the years with counselors and different mentors in our life, we have worked hard. We have worked very hard when it comes to to our communication, to let it be clear communication. Mm-hmm. Now, there is a whole lot to say about communication, but what we wanna offer is a simple practice that only takes a moment, but it can open up much clearer communication that we have found actually leads to deeper connection, mm-hmm. especially when you find yourself stuck or at odds with each other. And, it, and it's really just a simple yeah. two-step process. Checking in and checking out. Checking in mm-hmm. and checking out. Yeah,
1: I, I love this and I'm, I'm so glad we're sharing this this week. And I thought it'd be really cool to help illustrate how to get to clear communication with others by using like some props or some metaphors to help us get that image that much more.
0: Yeah, the only problem is you didn't bring any props. <laughs>
1: Gee, that's where you're wrong.
0: Wow, yeah. I'm impressed. Well,
1: you should be. Been doing this for a minute now. <laughs> uh, listen, we want you to kind of get this idea of what we're talking about. The reason God instructs us to give so much care and attention to our communication with each other is because communication is a window to the soul. How we communicate with each other is how we really actually are able to see each other and allow ourselves to actually be seen. It's, it's one of the That's ways right. that God created us to see through the surface and into the soul with others. And when communication is actually clear, we're more open and available to God, to ourselves, to others. But we we know this isn't always often how it looks. Oftentimes our communication looks a little more like this. It's like cloudy and and cluttered and, and covered up by poor communication or or a lack of connection with each other. It's actually keeping us. We want to actually be able to see others and and know others, but they simply can't see us and know us because oftentimes we can't even see or don't even know what's going on or what's actually getting in the way. So what we do as a practice, as a couple and, and as a family, we actually do this with our kids, is what you just mentioned a second ago, checking in. And really here's all that we do. We check in first with our bodies, noticing anything that's going on physically in that moment, what we're feeling in that moment. And that may seem a little silly, like why do you, like, if you're in a fight, why do you have to go, what's going on in my body? Well, because the way that God designed your body is your body never lies. Your body actually usually knows what's going on before you do. Hmm. And so you just check in, what's going on? Am I feeling tense? Am I feeling stressed? Am I feeling relaxed? So we check in with our bodies and then we check in with our emotions paying attention to any emotion that we are feeling in that moment. And honestly, I mean this takes like 30 seconds to do this check in, but it has a massive effect on your ability to be whole, like yeah. talked about in Ephesians 4:29, to be clear, to be to be present with God and with yourself and with those you're communicating with. We do this with our each other, we do this with our kids like I said, we do this with friends. I have a call every week where I do this. I do it in my men's group. Anyone can do this. You can do this in your small group. And and here's why you start with checking in, because I, I can't be clear with you. We can't see each other. I can't be clear with you if I'm not clear mm-hmm. with myself. It's good. Yeah, you know, I was thinking back to earlier this week. Um, you actually had asked me uh, if you could check in with me on a couple things that I had said I was going to do and hadn't done. And I just want to be really clear. I promise you, this was the first and only time ever that this has happened in our relationship. So neither ever. of us knew how to respond in this moment. So I said, sure, you know, go ahead. But I didn't check in in that moment. I didn't check in with what was going on with me over here. And you, to your credit, Jeannie, you were very calm and clear and curious. But I noticed about halfway through that i was not
0: yeah in fact uh you even asked me if we could stop the conversation halfway through
1: i did because i i did yes because i felt defensiveness i felt fear i felt anger and shame kind of rising up in me again all these things were kind of below the surface but it was so easy like beyond all the clutter to get in the way of our communication and actually keep us from connection in that moment.
0: Yeah, that's right. So, so actually, so you...
1: Yeah, uh, I took a moment, I said in that moment, yeah. <laughs> I said, I need to check in real quick. And I just did, I checked in, I was able to get clear on what was actually going yep. on in me. Just by, just by bringing those things out into the light with you, I actually felt more free and open and available to you and the conversation that we actually needed to have.
0: Yeah, that's right. So what happened was we got clear. Yeah. By checking in. And then we check how what we believe is keeping us from connection. Uh, And as you know, in any relationship, the closer you actually get, the deeper the wounds can be. Uh, And lots of times that can come from things we said, or maybe things we wish we would have said, or wish we wouldn't have said. Uh, And it can be hard to see each other when we show up with things. Uh, When we show up with things like like blame, or defensiveness, or always having to be right, or, or, or holding on to old stories, or refusing to take responsibility. This is what makes it cloudy in relationships. It can be cloudy from just not checking in. So, so what we have found to be incredibly helpful is simply checking out, asking what's going on with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, it's all about me taking responsibility for what I have going on in my head and getting it out yep. uh, so that we can get clear. Uh, in fact, I did this just the other day. Uh, I was feeling really short and overwhelmed. Uh, I had piled way too much into one day, uh, which I have a <laughs> habit of doing. And Jarrett, I know he could feel my stress. Uh, and I'm pretty sure everyone I mean, in the I'm house a couple could feel away. Yeah. my stress. Yeah. The dogs could feel yeah. my stress. Uh, and, and he did this with me. Uh, he checked it out. And he simply said, hey, is something going on with you? And the honest truth is when he asked that question, uh, I couldn't even hear his question at first uh, because all I heard was that there was some kind of tone of judgment in it, even though there wasn't. Uh, And I felt like what he said was, hey, what is wrong with you? Uh, You seem short, you seem crabby, you seem irritated, even though he did not say any of those things. So in that moment, uh, I just decided, I'm gonna take a moment, and I did what I I often do. I went to Target, uh, where where God heals all things, uh, and and I came back, and and after I went to Target, uh, I said, hey, thanks for checking out what was going on with me, uh, and here's here's actually what was happening with me, and th- and then I just began to share what was really going on. And I took responsibility in that moment. Instead of, you know, pointing the finger at Jarrett and trying to make our communication cloudy by blaming, I actually turned and pointed the finger back at myself. When we let things stay cloudy in our communication with ourselves, it stays cloudy with one another. And checking in and checking out it is literally like a good spray of Windex on the relationship. What it does is it clears things up.
1: Yeah, now listen, we, we know that the Bible has so much more to say about our relationships, about, about encouragement, about forgiveness. But the reason we love this passage and this practice so much is because it helps us get clear with each other and actually really see each other. The reason we wanted to teach this this week is because it actually helps you get upstream of fights Mm -hmm. and forgiveness. It helps us be more whole with each other and not fall into that same old trap of unwholesome talk, but actually be able to be for the other person Mm -hmm. and with the other person. Because what we found to be true by practicing this practice, this passage, this principle in our relationship and in other relationships is is really just simply this. Relationships grow nearer when communication gets clearer. Hmm. Relationships grow nearer when communication gets clearer. Relationships work better when we work on communicating clearer. They just work better like God designed and desired them to. Not perfect, far from it, but better.
0: So our work for the week uh, is in two parts, actually. Part one, we want you to check in and to check out. Literally to check in and to check out. Uh, And you can do this in any relationship. That's right. Uh, When you find yourself stuck or in a fight, when things get cloudy and cluttered, when you find yourselves acting more like roommates instead of lovers and partners, we want you to check in and check out. Try starting this in your small group, yeah. uh, literally, you can start the it. small group with everyone checking in. You could do this with your roommate. We just want you to try it this next week.
1: So, part one is checking in and checking out. You can do this in any relationship, and then part two of the homework this week. Listen, we know that there are is every like possible relational status joining us here at Soul City Church. You know, we have folks who are single, folks who are married, folks who are divorced remarried, like, you know, we kind of have the whole gamut there. And what we want to do is just speak to those of you who are dating or who are married and offer you a next step. And that's coming up on Thursday night, October 22nd. It's actually a date night with us. We're all going to go on a big <laughs> quadruple date. I don't Virtual even know how a Virtual date. Virtual date on October 22nd. And we're going to actually be hosting it online. We would love for you to join us, those of you who are dating and are married, uh, because we're just so deeply committed to all of us, no matter what your relational status is, to helping you have healthy and whole, God-honoring, transforming relationships. Listen, God's heart for you in your relationship with Him and with others is to be clear, is to be whole, to be present, to be available, to be actually be able to build others up and be a benefit to their life and to experience the, the kind of transformation that not only comes from a relationship with Jesus, but can actually come from a relationship with others as well.